On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. So it happened. It, it, it happened. Uh, it's the Monday after the Masters, and Tiger Woods made his triumphant return. The only golfer that's really mattered most of my lifetime, really. It doesn't matter who's winning these things. It matters if Tiger's in it and if he's in contention. He wasn't at the Masters this weekend, but he did make the cut, and he made us feel warm inside, at least most of us. But it, it begs the question, what do you really feel now that Tiger Woods did make this return? And it, it didn't end so well, but it did happen. I mean, for me, I feel excited for what's to come. I don't think he's just going to be this guy that's coming and showing up at majors and other tournaments and not being in contention or competing. I think that we have something hopeful to look forward to. But as you can tell by now, I'm not Ken Levicka. He's out. I'm Theo Dorsey taking over on this Monday. We got Dean Thomas a treat because, I mean, the nationally renowned, the the superstar of all things UFC Dean Thomas here in Stone Labanowitz, of course. Dean, how much of the Masters were you able to watch this weekend? Uh, none of it. And I got to <laughs> tell you something, Theo. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. For putting that much pressure on Tiger Woods. Why you put so much pressure on a man? Yeah. He is a 47-year-old sex addict that was in a car accident. <laughs> he's, no, he's, a, he's a reformed sex addict, at least from what I know. And, yeah, he was in a car. But I thought he said he could win the Masters. Did I put the pressure on him, and did he? He said he could. He said, he no, he said, do, they asked him, do you believe you'll win the Masters? He said, I do. No, he, they asked him, do they believe that he thinks he can win the Masters? And he said, I do. And he thought he could, and he tried. And, and he, he did it. And he, and he <laughs> so, did it. Yeah, he didn't. So, like, why <laughs> put that much, why put that type of pressure on the man? The man did the best he could with what he had. And yeah. obviously, he ran out of gas. He couldn't walk up them hills. You know, it's like climb, It's like mountain climbing. It was like it's climbing tough. Mount Everest for him. It, it, it's tough. But you know what? I have unwithering faith in a guy like Tiger Woods, who, again, for my lifetime, look, Dean, not all of us have lived through the 50s and 60s. I mean, you watched Arnold Palmer grow up. I was homies with Bagger Vance. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know who Bagger Vance is. That's how bad it is. That's the disparity here. But, look, so not all of us have that kind of, like, I'm in, I feel like the same way that people felt about Michael Jordan in the 90s, that's how I feel about Tiger Woods anytime he puts on his golf shoes. You know what I'm saying? Like, even to this day, and, and like Evan just, uh, you know, said earlier, you know, he hasn't won since 08. He won once since 08, which was the Masters in 2019. Yeah. But come on, man. Like, if Tiger says he can do it, who am I to say he can Yeah, can't? but you know what? That's the problem with you sports fans. Yeah. Is that you guys don't realize that people have their windows of their peak. And then when they're not in that no more, they still think that they are, but they're not really. And everybody else tries to hype them up like they are, but they're mm. not really. And then when they don't live up to it, y'all get on their case and be like, oh, he's watching. I mean, the thing is, he's just not in his peak no more. He's not. He's not in his peak no more. Same thing with, like, LeBron James. Oh, LeBron James is a failure. He's almost 49 years old. Where are these numbers? Where's your age index? What numbers are you, like, pulling yeah, from? LeBron well, is 37. Tiger's listen, don't, listen don't, don't ruin a good story with the truth. <laughs> Facts. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It sounds better to make up numbers like that. 
But okay. the, yeah, so the, the reality is, is that fans love to like put these put these expectations on guys because of what they could do five years ago. Yeah, and they can't do it no more. Like he, it's it's almost impossible. Now, if he did it, it would have been a miracle. If Tiger Woods had won, it would have been an absolute Amazing. miracle. It was a miracle that he got this far. If he had won, that would have been like a crazy, crazy double miracle. Right. But now you guys are like, oh, Tiger Woods, <laughs> he's not the greatest. He's Listen, he's still Nobody the man. Nobody said that. Nobody he's, said Tiger that. Tiger is still the man just, be able, just being able to walk. Yeah. So my thing is, at least now I have within me the hope for something better. Now, of course, we've gotten you know this deep into the show. Tiger Woods shot 13 over on the tournament. He did have that 71 in, in on, what was that, Thursday? Yeah, it was Thursday. In the opening round. But then things started kind of falling off for him. I think he shot back-to-back 78s um, over the weekend. We got this far. We haven't even mentioned the guy who won it. And you know what, Stone? I'm not going to yet because it all matters about Tiger Woods right now. <laughs> I want to hear, Stone, because we haven't prepared the uh, Tiger Woods' final putt on 18 on Sunday because, again, this whole story coming into the Masters, Dean, you know, we were all thinking about Tiger Woods' return. You were putting your low expectations on it. I was overhyping <laughs> it. And m- myself and Ken, myself and Ken, we both thought Tiger Woods could contend on Sunday. It That didn't happen. <laughs> I was the only one with any reason, Dean. <laughs> but he, he did contend, right? No, no, he did not. Contend. He did far from contend. He finished. Oh, really? So, would he finish it? He, he finished. He finished forty seventh, um, which was one, two, three, tied four, for forty third, I believe. That's top. That's a top. He was per, the, That's a top thirty percent. He was mm-hmm. the sixth worst worst finish for any golfer that made the cut. Sixth worst. Forty seven. Well, out how of many the, make the cut? Fifty two made the cut. He finished forty seventh. So it's not that bad. Not, I mean, it's, think about the other guys that didn't make it. Could have been worse. I mean, it's not that bad. On Saturday and Sunday, you could tell that his body was just deteriorating. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't bad. give up, man. He was still swinging and, and and lashing that thing. But just at the end of Saturday and Sunday's rounds, man, there was a heard, big limp. He was, was limping. He, he was walking like a, a zombie in The Walking Dead. Yeah, he was. It, it was, was dragging a foot. But he, you know what? He didn't walk off. He didn't quit. Hell no, he, he didn't, didn't stop. He, and you wanted him to quit, Dean. Well, because you know, like it's hard for me to see one of the, to see the goat yeah. go out like that, and that, it's not even. I wanted him to quit because I didn't want you to have the <laughs> satisfaction to talking about him today about how much of a loser he is. Oh my god! See, you're <laughs> you saying you're saying go out like that, but to put it into perspective, some of the best golfers in the world didn't even make the cut. You got guys like Brooks Koepka, Bryson DeChambeau, they didn't make the cut. Xander Schauffele, no guys who were who were. I thought DeChambeau pulled out. Basically pulled out, but he wasn't going to make the yeah, cut. He wasn't. He, yeah. he shot, I think he shot four or five over on the first day. Dean, like these guys who were probably sixth, seventh, and eighth best odds to win the tournament didn't even make the cut. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. DeChambeau didn't make the cut. Hell no. Brooks <laughs> didn't make the cut, and Tiger did. Yes, sir. And you dogging Tiger? I'm not. These dudes is like 22 years old. Yep. But look, and the but best look, in the game. The best right? in the game. It's because of the faith, the unwithering faith I have in a guy like Tiger Woods. So you know what? It, it, you ain't have no faith. You would call him a failure on time. I know you was like, he's a phase, a complete he failure. Cut, he was he like, he's a, a loser. You was like, boo, boo this man. Remember, though, you hit a couple birdies and I changed my opinion. <laughs> you remember yeah, that? Fair yeah. weather fan. Yeah, of course. Of course I am. Uh, Stone, cue up the sound of Tiger uh, finishing up on 18. And and just, I think it stirs up some emotions, not just for myself, but everybody that's going to hear this. And on Tuesday, Tiger Woods was asked, do you think you can win? He said, I do. But this week was never about winning or losing. This was about returning. And what a return it was. Great time. Throw those scores out. The 
golf world celebrates. Colt, that was a heck of a fight. So that actually, that reminds me um, of one of the most, I would say, embarrassing moments of my long-tenured sports career. Uh, I used to run track, and when you're running track, the last thing you want to do is be last place and people call, clap you in. Yeah. That's kind of what that, that felt is, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I ran like a six, I forgot, it was like a one-mile race or something like that. And, and you I was, was the last person? I was dead last, dead blank last. And um, I got clapped in, and it never happened to me again because it's so sad. Because man, you had a, so many embarrassing sports moments, I do. man. You, oh my god, and they, they well, keep they keep coming out of the they shadows. Keep coming too. Out. Well, here's the thing, though. I, not everybody can be a playoff winning college quarterback like Stone Lebanowitz. Not everybody can be a UFC legend like Dean Thomas. All right, <laughs> some of us are normal people who weren't blessed with the abilities or didn't practice enough to be good, and that was me. So. <laughs> But it just kind of like I don't like that they kind of. I mean, obviously you have to support Tiger because of what he, he came back and all of that. He's a legend. But I'm like, he's still a competitor, and to clap him in like that on 18 when he was like, you know what? What did he end up? He ended up plus over 13. Yeah, 13 over par. The winner, Scotty Scheffler, 10 under. Was that 23 back of the? It's just it's just kind of weird. They, they were just glad to see him finish a major in his red shirt. Yeah, like, it, was just, it, it was so. There were in some of the pictures that I saw on 18 when he was walking off. Nobody had their phone out. Everyone was just clapping and giving him the respect he deserves. Man, it was a, it was it was a really cool moment. I know what that's like. I know. It's, <laughs> I, so I'm gonna put that in in fight terms. Okay. It's like when a dude gets knocked out and he's out cold, and then when he wakes up and they pick him up, then everybody starts clapping. <laughs> oh no! So wait, people clap when you get when you wake up from unconsciousness. Oh yes, fight? yeah. That's they, embarrassing. They, yeah, too. that is it's kind of embarrassing. Like I know. <laughs> so when I got knocked out. In my fight, I don't remember getting picked up, so I don't know. Wait, if they wait, what's fight? Not. You have to give us well, BJ Penn, BJ Penn, BJ Penn. When I so when he Hall knocked of Famer. me out, yeah. So when he knocked me out, I don't remember getting picked up and walking back. I don't remember any of that. I, don't, I just remember being in the fight, then being in the back. So I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I don't. So I don't know if they clapped or not. But I know me, like thinking back at it, like I wouldn't have wanted that. I wouldn't have wanted them to clap for me. I would have been like, man, yo, get off me. Let yeah. me do this again. You know, like as the competitor. I would have been like, yo, don't clap for me for that. You know what I'm saying? I, I went out and got knocked out. You lost, clap yeah. For, yeah, I lost. Don't clap for me for that. So I, I don't know if Tiger Woods appreciates that type <laughs> of, of fandom. I don't know if I would, but um, but yeah. It's it love. It is love. It At is love. Day, yeah. It is love. So some people probably would, but I think like a real true competitor, like a dude that's like, you know, a junkyard dog. Would probably be rather like, nah, you know what? Nah, that was that was sad. Don't yeah, but don't not me. not in your like possibly your last curtain call. And you can speak from the main event Saturday night, Dean, when Alex Volkanovsky handled the Korean zombie Chan Sung Young. He sat down on the in the octagon and cried. Like you, you probably realized you like that was his last fight. Yeah, that, He's probably yeah, for done. sure. So that's why he got his ovation. He would have got an ovation. So yeah, so that happens. You get an ovation for that because they celebrate your career. Right. Right. So like that's more. That's all it was with Tiger. So if they're celebrating his, not, his career. His career is not over. He, he, he said he's never going to play a full schedule. He'll play in some majors, but he doesn't even know. He couldn't walk Saturday and Sunday. Career's not over, though. It's not over, but. He still hopes to contend he, in majors, though, going yeah, forward. Yeah, and is he realistically? I don't think so. Oh. But, We're going to play again? No, he's going to play in the big, big tournaments, but he just doesn't know. He said, I don't know if my body's going to hold up. He said it. Well, I don't know. Well, let's, let's, let's then hear from him um, after his round on Sunday when he did hint towards if we will see him again in the upcoming major at St. Andrews. 
I, I won't be playing a full schedule ever again. And so um, it'll be just the big events. I don't know if I will it'll play Southern Hills or not. Um, but I am looking forward to St. Andrews. And so that, that is you know, something that is near and dear to my heart. And I've won two opens there. It's a home of golf. And it's my favorite golf course in the world. So um, I will be there for that one. Um, but anything in, in between that, I don't know. I, I will try, there's no doubt. Like I, this week, I will try and, and get ready for Southern Hills, and we'll see what this body was able to do. So he's not going. He's not playing this week. No, he's not. It's not happening. No. But but it is kind of sad. So it's 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 warming to know, of course, Tiger Woods will be playing in majors going forward. Like, yeah. We have not seen the last of him. They didn't give him that round of applause because we'll never see Tiger again. We'll probably see him in Augusta a couple more times at least. But – it is kind of sad to know we won't see him at, at full – we won't see him do a full schedule of a PGA Tour again. Like, what does that even – so so? can you paint that – what does that even mean when he says, I won't play a full schedule? Will pick and choose his, his uh, tournaments going forward? Yeah, I would compare it to how – because it's an individual sport. So yeah. I would compare it to tennis players that are later on in their career. They know what tournaments they play best, what fans – you know, appreciate them the most and what surface they like to play on. For Tiger, it's going to be the tournaments that he knows the best. Yeah. That he knows the holes better than anybody. St. Andrews, he's won more than anybody on the tour right now. Mm. Uh, same with Augusta. He's won five times. Nobody's even Well, anybody on the tour, times. I feel like he's probably won every event more than the Right, but there are some that he's so yeah. comfortable playing, and those are the ones that he's going to step in. Like for Serena Williams, it, it, it's really Wimbledon. Um, it's she loves playing on the clay, so it's gonna be like Monte Carlo, and it's gonna be uh, Roland Garros. So the, just whatever your most comfortable, whatever your most dominant surface is, you're gonna hop in and play because that's where you have the best chance to win. So can you do that in fight? Like, so the guy who's the guy that is pretty much done after this past weekend in UFC, Korean Zombie. Korean Zombie's yeah. done. I, I I'm gonna miss that name, honestly. That's that's what <laughs> I'm gonna best miss. Name most. In the, yeah, best nickname in the game. So he's for sure done. Like, probably, how do we know? Probably he's probably gonna be for sure done because. He can't go backwards and really go backwards in level of opponent. Oh, because that was a yeah. championship fight. Dude. Yeah. So, so I mean, so I'm so he's going to be dealing with the best of the best guys. Yeah. And it's a, that's a dangerous thing to do in fighting. Like now, if you can kind of pick and choose your opponents, that's one thing. Like if you can say, all right, I want to fight these guys, guys that may not like you know hurt me too bad. Yeah. That might be one thing, but when he's fighting like big punchers, when you're older like that. And, and man, did he was he a punching bag this weekend? I mean, he oh. took a lot of shots. So, it, it, was, so you it was don't bad. Want, it was bad. So yeah. you don't you don't want that in your career. But I mean, but you know, like in boxing was a little different. Like Bernard Hopkins fought, you know, forever. Yeah. But he he had a little bit of say of his opponents, so he could he, he chose some better opponents. Maybe not so he good guys, good fighters. Like Floyd maybe Mayweather some, did on the back end. Yeah. So you can choose some better guys that that you match up better with that may not be a, as big a puncher that'll hurt you. Yeah. Maybe good boxers, but not as big a punchers. Okay. So I get so I get that part of it. And again, I kind of want going back to the Tiger getting clapped off of eighteen. Not you know was, they cheered him on. They they celebrated Tiger and his accomplishments. It does make me find, feel kind of antsy about it because, again, he's the only golfer that matters. You know, is it, it's, it feels fair I to mean, say that. I mean, he showed that this week. I mean, even when he's weekend. not good. Right. He's the only golfer that seems to matter. And Scotty Scheffler could be next, like I they did, said, Brooks Kepka and all these other guys. But what, what you got? Is he, is he related to Adam? Who? Scotty. Scheffler, Scheffler, Schefter. Schefter. Oh, so uh, they not bad, even. Yeah, yeah. Bad weekend for uh, Adam Schefter. Good weekend for. Uh, for <laughs> what happened Scotty to Adam Schefter? Uh, Adam Schefter uh, and his continuous Twitter blunders. I mean, Adam Schefter's had so many different things, but he 
He's getting railed on, and uh, but because of what he tweeted out after the death of you heard about Dwayne Haskins, right? The um, Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback, Adam Schefter's first tweet, and for m- many people, this is how they learned of the death of Dwayne Haskins, who was 24 years old, died in um, on a highway in Fort Lauderdale over the weekend um, after he was training with his teammates in Boca. Adam Schefter's tweet, one of the first things in the tweet was talking about Haskins' tumultuous career when he played in Washington and Pittsburgh. And people are like, dude, he's a 24-year-old dude that just lost his life. Why are you talking about how bad he was at football? Oh, really? So he's getting yeah. he's getting killed over Twitter and all kinds of things. We, we'll see. But this isn't the first thing. Adam Schefter, great at breaking NFL news. Awkward guy. Like, he's like in done, person? Awkward guy in person and on the internet. I mean, he, he, he's done some very weird uh, reporting and tweets that have been off, off-putting to a lot of people. So he's kind of on the... Uh, it's weird right now with Adam Schefter. So we'll get off of that. Bad weekend for Adam Schefter. Great weekend for Scotty Scheffler. Yeah. Schefter, no good. Scheffler. Okay. Yeah. But I, I mean, but even with Scheffler, not the greatest weekend for him. Not, not like you would think. Yeah. Because we ain't even talking about him. We ain't even talking about him. Not, so you know what I'm saying? We, ain't even, we, ain't even, we can't even pronounce the man's hey, name. But he right. got $2.7 million in the green jacket. So is that, is mean, that what you win for winning a golf tournament? This, this was the yeah, biggest. This one specifically. So y'all are person. talking about not a good week. Check this out. Scotty Scheffler, eight weeks ago, zero wins in 70 PGA Tour starts, 8.7 million career earnings, ranked 14th in the world. Scotty Scheffler today, four wins in 76 PGA Tour starts. $18 million in career earnings, ranked number one in the World Masters champion. So you're saying it wasn't a good day. Nah, it, wasn't it, a good was, it was a good weekend. It was a great weekend. Uh, it was $18 million. Yeah, screw, hey, screw us. <laughs> he don't need us talking about him. And <laughs> hey, guess how screw old us. he is. How old is he? 25. 25? 25, 25 mm. years old. he had old. the best weekend of anybody <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> Scotty Scheffler is like floating right now. Oh, yeah. Um, I want to – let's get to Scotty right now then before we uh before we break it off because I do we have to give the guy his 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 props, his roses. He won the Masters uh, 10 under on the weekend, dominating performance. I think since like Friday he pretty much had a huge lead and never gave it up. Right. Um. Stone, you called it. You said he won it um, on Sunday on hole number three, right? Yeah, it was awesome. So I'll paint the picture. So he came into the day nine under, and in second was Cam Smith at six under. So he had a three-stroke lead starting the day. And they're playing together. And they're paired up, yeah. right? Final pairing. Every, all eyes on them, realistically, because at this point, Tiger was way out of it. So Cam Smith, who's in second place, birdies one and birdies two. And Scheffler, part one and part two. So now it's nine on eight. Mm. He's one back of the lead. Fourth and goal, presses on. Right. Totally fourth and goal, presses on, and everybody's like, ooh, well, we got something here. Yeah. And they go to the third. Scotty, off the tee box, takes his driver way into the woods. Now everyone's like, oh, man, this is, he's in trouble. Like, he's in big trouble. Cam Smith goes right down the fairway. Scheffler tries to get on the green, goes way off the green. Now we're thinking bogey. We're thinking Scotty Scheffler has this one-stroke lead. Now he's going to bogey, and this thing's going to be tied up. Like, it was scary hours. We're only three holes into the Masters, yeah. and we're like, whoa, okay, we got a match here, and we really thought originally Scotty was just going to run away with it. So Scotty is sitting probably 48 feet, I think, if I remember the call correctly, 48 feet from the pin. He's way down off the green downhill, probably like 12 feet, and he has a chip, and at this moment I'll play it. I, I think this is really when Scotty Scheffler won the Masters and, and it freed his mind and, and, and realized this is mine to lose. Also, a little trajectory. Plays it into the, oh. into the hole. 
Oh, my. Raise your hand if you saw that one coming. <laughs> I saw a different kind of one-hopper. Scheffler took it into the bank and then into the cup. It was a phenomenal shot, and at, at that moment, Cam Smith, who was in second at the time, was done. Yeah. He bogeyed right after, and Ooh. then it became a three, four-stroke lead, and Scotty just ran away with it and started flexing on everybody. So that's like, that is the point, at least, the point of it where you were like, okay, it's over with at this point. Scheffler's going to run away with it. It wasn't close for the rest of the day. No, it wasn't. It, it, the, the analogy I would give, it would be like Golden State being up, you know, three or four. And there being 25 seconds left, and Steph Curry just hitting a 30-foot three-pointer. Right it, it, it was that much of a dagger. It was and over. Then, and then Mike Breen yells, bang, and then it, it's over. It's it, really over. I wish we would have got Mike a better Green call bang. there yesterday yeah. on, on CBS, but it was a total bang Mike Breen all day. Okay, okay. Bang Mike Breen, Dean? Who's that? I don't know. <laughs> I yes. don't know who Mike Breen is. That's the You should. What's he look like? Mike Breen, he's a white guy. He's older. I don't oh, know. Man, I don't know. Yeah, I have yeah. no idea what he is. He, I, know one dude, I know one dude in golf. And that's the little black dude with the gray beard. You know the little chubby oh, black talking dude about, with his yeah, name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember yeah, his I've name. But yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a reporter. He's yeah. funny. He's, he's funny. He used to be a stand-up comedian. We met him at the Honda Classic a couple years ago. Oh, really? But I okay. forgot his name. It makes sense. The, yeah. the dude is hilarious. Um, but no, Mike Breen, NBA uh, play-by-play guy, and his that's his go-to when when Steph Curry. There he goes. A picture right there, Mike Breen. He looked like um, like he calling the prices right. <laughs> <laughs> Bob. Yeah, like Bob. Bob Barker? Oh Bob Barker. Goodness. He like Bob Barker. <laughs> so look, look, I think I know the secret behind how Scotty Scheffler was able to not just win the Masters, but doing it in convincing fashion, Dean. Do you would you want to give a, a guess at how he was able to do it? How he was able to not just win the Masters, but do it in a dominating fashion. Like I think I know why his mind was in the right place on Sunday. I know why too. Wow. Because all the top dogs didn't make the cut. Right, right. No, that helps. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, when you <laughs> know all the top dogs ain't there, like, you're like, man, all I'm playing with is these no-namers. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you know that, when you know the, the, the most reputable guys yeah. and the best guys failed and you out there like, oh, this is my opportunity. This is my chance. I can't let this go. Yeah. He, he might have been feeling himself, and he just he showed out. He went hard. And I have a, I have a question for both of y'all because, we, as we talked about earlier, you guys have played at some of the highest levels in sport. I, you know, I played some good high school ball. That was it. What is the thing, the main thing you would go to to kind of mentally stabilize yourself, prepare yourself for maybe for Scotty Scheffler? This is the biggest tournament of his life. He entered as the world's number one. It's the Masters, which is like the Super Bowl of golf. For you, Dean, what was what's something you would do to try and Get your mind right. Something that's, you know, PG appropriate, obviously. I mean, just <laughs> – You know what I'm I, I mean? saying? I was like, oh, I can't talk about that. <laughs> nah, just, you know, just the right music and then just making sure that I was in the zone and just about to have that performance. Like, there were times where, like, I would go into a fight thinking this could be it for me. Like, I could die, so I want to make sure that I mm. put on the best performance that I could possibly do. That's a hell of a – yeah, I, I, I would that just say that's life or death. Yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. I'd be yeah. like, yo, I – like I want to make sure that they remember me, so I'm gonna put on the best performance because like this could be it for me. Like I might go out there and never come back. That's a different level of focus. Yeah, I don't know if I can follow that one. Yeah, up. Stone, <laughs> uh, uh, Stone. <laughs> but for for me, if your offensive line was was bad, then maybe you could. But you know what? What you got though? When you were at Southern Illinois, God, Dean just screwed me there. But no, but seriously. <laughs> but for me, it was realizing like where I came from. It was realizing who I was and and. 
the entirety, if I lost the game and if I won the game. Like, I was fully in the moment. Nothing was, nothing was you know, foreign to me. Yeah. I was always somebody who was in the moment, and, and that was one of the things that helped me. Like, a lot of my teammates and coaches would, you know, say in interviews, or me to me personally, like, pregame, you would not know Stone was about to play a football game. Mm. Like it was Dua Lipa, it was it was like Britney Spears in my headphones before the game, and I'm like I, like I'm not <laughs> serious, and I, that's how I yeah. was able to like come down to earth. And I, all, ten toes were always on the ground for me, no matter how big of a game it was, no matter where I was at, who I was playing. That's too so. Dean, while he's thinking, hey, I could go in here and die. Uh, yeah, you're like yeah. yeah, you're like hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs> and I mean, boy, I had no I doubt. Had, I had gangster rap on yeah. for sure. I mean, it was gangster rap because it was like. I need to be focused because, like, this guy's trying to take my life. Yeah. So it's mine or his. Okay. So I know I would have never lasted in the octagon. That's <laughs> Hell a, no. That's great to know that. Yeah. I'm sitting, I'm sitting right, I'm, I'm a little close to this yeah. guy right now. And I was just staring at dudes who were probably going to play in the league, and yeah. I had Dua Lipa going in my headphones. That Y'all are different. So I have, and Scotty Scheffler let us in on this, but you know what, though, Stone? I don't think the people are ready to know because this was a $2.7 million winning strategy that Scotty Scheffler did. This is green jacket added to the wardrobe style stuff. This is the stuff of legends. And I'll let you know when we come back what Scotty Scheffler did to make sure he was in the right mindset. This is Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. LeBron James is is doing a live press conference now uh, as the Lakers finish their season 33 and 49. Frank Vogel expected to be fired at some point today by the Lakers. And Stone Lebanowitz, Lakers super fan, watched all of the Lakers regular season for the most part this year. I mean, at least you got a Austin Reeves triple double out of it. Yeah, I got an Austin <laughs> Reeves 31, 16, and 10 performance against. None of the starters against Denver, so that was great. Ma- <laughs> Mac McClung even got some PT. So, and ha- so the last play of the season was a G League player's reverse dunk. Hey, man, I'm really happy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Woo! Stone, how do you have so much time to watch every sport? <laughs> you watch every sport. How do you, where do you find this time? It, I, everyone's got the time, Dean. You're lying if you don't, all right? Because I, I, I'll have— No, everyone doesn't. I'll have these games going— in like settings that I probably shouldn't. Like I, I watch UFC. If I was watching golf, I was watching college baseball yesterday because one of my buddies was playing. But I was at a family event. But like everyone knows, but like, do you watch it on your phone? Like, are you sitting down in front of a TV and watching it? Like, how are you watching them? <laughs> it depends really where I'm at. But here's the thing that I always go with. Everybody knows now that I work for ESPN, so that I they let me off the hook. That's true. That's a good excuse. So if I'm watching college baseball, they'll be like, "Why?" I'd be like, "I have to." Like, give oh, me a break. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, "He's yeah. a liar." Yeah, it's like <laughs> I, I, I tried. I tried that, and they were like, "Man, who are you kidding?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're like, "We know you're not watching that." <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, that's classic. Uh, Dean Thomas, the voice you just heard right there, Stone Lebanowitz running the ship here, and I'm Theo Dorsey taking over for Ken Levick here on Ken Levick Alive. We've been having a lot of fun so far. We talked a lot of golf. Uh, earlier, I did want to give your Lakers a shout out since uh, the ship has has a uh, sink there. Eleventh in the Western Conference, man. It's a it's a tough slating for a team that was what second best odds to win the title this year. Yeah, man. And now we have ten free agents. Yeah. We have to bring Russell Westbrook back. So yeah. really curious to see what these guys do. Hate it. I hate it for you guys. I promised you all I would tell you the mindset of a winner, though. I don't want to talk Lakers because they're losers. I want to talk about the mindset of a winner. 
and that is Scotty Scheffler, who just won not only $2.7 million, not only a, a very nice sporty green jacket, and he became he's pretty much immortalized now in Augusta, and also you know he won that Masters Championship. Scotty Scheffler entered Sunday with how big of a lead, Stone? I think it was a, a three three-stroke stroke lead. Three-stroke lead heading into Sunday. He was the number one golfer in the world. This is his first tournament he's playing as the number one golfer in the world, and it's the Masters. Yeah, only four players prior have come into the Masters with the number one ranking and won it. So he yeah. was number one going in. Yeah. Oh, he was. And he, but he earned that ranking a week before. Oh, yeah. He literally okay. All right. Just, all right. So like he so. For him, that's why, of course, he was feeling himself. He's feeling himself, into, right? Going in on a Sunday. So he's, but he's not, and I'll explain that after this. Okay, but let me see. He's, right. he's, he, this is the biggest. So this is the biggest tournament of his life, the biggest stage of his life. He has a three-stroke lead heading into Sunday, which is a good thing. It's advantageous, but it also means everybody, it's a pressure situation. Yeah, and, and on Sundays of golf tournaments, that's when you see the most par threes and the most holes with, with the, the water on them, like, and they'll change the pins to yeah. make it really easy for these guys to mess up. Or, I mean, really easy for them to, to mess they up. They want to create drama on Sunday. Hold on, so they change the pins? They change the pins on every Every, every other single day. morning before the golfers show up, the hole is in a different spot than it was the day before. Really? The mm-hmm. actual hole, but not the, you know, the, the obviously the, the layout is all the same, but they change where the actual hole is on the green. So you can't, like, try to figure it out. No. How, 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 do they dig the holes? How do they get the holes in different places? It's a machine. Well, talking, yeah, it's a little machine. It's, it, you, know, you ever seen the ones that get shoved into the ground and you twist a little yeah. bit and it creates a perfect circle? Yeah. You just plug in place. And then, and then okay, so then they fill it. The, the yep, then they fill and it. They fill it. And then mm-hmm. they, it just looks perfect it like that? It just looks perfect I don't, like that. I, was, I, I didn't know that. So they fill it and it looks perfect. So you don't know where the holes are. You have no idea. Until you get to the course that morning. Really? Yeah, then you go and scout it out. I think they got their pin placements. They'll give them a sheet with the pin placements oh, yeah. for the morning. And you get to, you know, you probably get to check them out yeah. and do this and that. But, yeah, I mean, it's really up to prior knowledge. If it's if it was on the left for three days, they're going to put it way on the right on Sunday. And now you're like, mm, I don't know how that green's working over there. I got to play it so safe. So you really got to be, like, totally in the moment. You can't be anticipating your shots. No, yeah. no way. Every, every day's a new day, and especially Sunday. So he has all of that weighing on him. The weight of the world on his shoulders, $2.7 million in the balance. Also, that green jacket in the balance. And also validating the reason why he's the number one golfer in the world. He doesn't want to choke and slip up. Scotty Scheffler, after Saturday's round, told us what his mindset was and what he would do to focus. And again, this ended up being a winning formula. So maybe y'all should pay attention. Listen to what Scotty Scheffler had to say. Um, probably just watch The Office. Get some dinner. You know, your I don't favorite know character? <laughs> I don't, I don't, huh? Who's your favorite character in the office? Yeah, I cannot choose. I really can't. So my wife used to not like the show, and it's by far my favorite show. I love it. And I used, she used to watch random episodes with me, and she's like, this show's stupid. Like, why do you watch that? And so I finally convinced her to start it from the beginning, and she loves it, and she's cracking up. And so tonight I'm, I'm looking forward to just chilling, and we're starting. I think we're like two episodes into season four, and so... You know, I'm just looking forward to just sitting back, giggling a little bit, and you know, eating some good food. So that's what Scotty Scheffler did between Saturday and Sunday. Then he goes in on Sunday. He dominates again. He wins a green jacket. Dean, do you like The Office? No, well, yeah, I do like The Office. It's not my favorite show, but I, I do like it. Yeah. Like when I sit down and watch it, I enjoy it. But there's a lot to what he's saying about just being happy and relaxed because it's a lot easier to get into your zone when you're relaxed. Yeah. Because wait, wait, no, no, it, hold on a second. That's the Stone yeah, Lebanon strategy. I, I was going to say, Dean, Dean, what's going on, you man? Just, 10 minutes ago was like, before every fight, I'm like, 
I could lose my life in five minutes. I'm about but, to go kill. But that would, but that, but that would still make. I would still be relaxed. Yeah, but in my mind, yeah, I would still be relaxed. Yeah, relaxed. Yeah, around would, the corner. Yeah, I would still be relaxed. I believe him, but holy yeah. cow, yeah. I would still be relaxed. But you have to be relaxed. You can't be tense because yeah. tension. You know, tension is noticeable. Yeah. You can't be tense. Mm. So like watching the office and just having fun, like that stuff would work. So like for sure, a hundred percent. So I know Stone is on board with this, not only because we we discussed before the show, he and I share the same passion and love for the office, but also he was blasting Britney Spears in his ears before college football games when he was quarterback. See, that would annoy me. I would have been annoyed listening to Britney Spears. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned, you know, the tension it creates if you're not that way. And and for me, I played quarterback, so so you're considered a leader on the team. And so if if I had guys, my teammates that were nervous, and then they look over and I'm warming up and dancing, and I got Dua Lipa going on and, and Elton John, they're like, you know, if he's confident, I should be confident yeah, as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because it's contagious. It's, it's like right? it's because contagious. the last thing you want to be, especially as the leader of a team, is to be nervous. And I and I got to tell you, I was in a fight once, and and my coach was nervous. Oh, that's the nice. guy. Yeah, oh my, my head coach. Was, my head coach was nervous. And I remember, and I remember being in the back. I was in the dressing room. I was about to fight Kaoluno, UFC 39, I think it was. And he was, his leg was shaking, and his hand was shaking, and he put his hand on top of my hand, and he said, "Everything's gonna be okay." And he was like, "It, it was it sounded like he was trying to convince himself, nope. but <laughs> right. he was nervous." And I and I remember at that moment, I, I go. I can never have this guy in my corner again. Yeah. Right. I can't have this type of nerves. I can't be around these type of nerves and this nervous energy. I need somebody why having he, fun. As soon as you nervous. ask, like, why is he nervous? And if you think that, yeah. you're screwed. Right. Yeah. I'm like, this is like he the head coach and he nervous. He back there shaking. Did you win the fight? And I lost the fight. Oh, yeah, and I lost no. the fight. Wow. And I'm thinking, oh. I'm like, man, I, I can't have this type of nervous energy yeah. around me. And it's true, man. Like, you you don't want that nervous energy. You want to be loose and you want to be relaxed. And and the reason why I think I was loose and relaxed is because as a fighter, fighters are different. They're a different breed. Yeah, I've heard. For sure, we're a different breed. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I was, like, and I say I was, uh, like, and I was thinking it was life or death. Like, I was okay with that. Really? I was okay. I was 100%. You were fine okay. with going out into the octagon I was fi- I was fine with that. I was 100% okay with that. Like, if this is how I'm going to go out, this is how I'm going out. So, looking back on it now, do you still feel that, like, are like, you? Like, I mean, I'm retired now. Well, so like, I'm saying, like, do you? Do you feel it would have been worth it? I don't know. Like at the, at that time in my life, like it was. Like yeah. that was what I did, and that was what I lived for. Like yeah. being a I mean, fighter was I, what I was. I mean, that's super badass stuff because it just shows how much of an OG Dean is to the game. Because I don't know when I, Israel Adesanya. I mean, it was two years ago, and it was it was a main a main event fight, and they were going to going into the fifth round, and it was probably a pretty even fight. I, I don't remember who was fighting. You would. And he said, I'm ready to die. You hear he you mm. can read his lips. Yeah. Like as soon as they say fight in that last round, he's like, I'm ready to die. Like I'm prepared to die right now. And he goes in and he kills the guy. And I think all I think most fighters are like that because when fights get stopped and everybody's like, Oh, they need to stop this fight. They need to stop nah. this fight. The fighter is hundred percent like, Don't stop this. They want, yeah. Don't stop it. hundred percent like don't stop this. It is interesting to hear that that level because I remember like and I people talk about football as a gladiator sport or whatever, like but, like, I remember growing up and learning about actual gladiators and realizing, like, how they were putting their lives on the line and thinking that is a different level of mindset that I could ever have. And seeing what you're talking about with just UFC, which, I mean, when's the, do people die in the octagon often? Is it no, happen? it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen, right? Doesn't happen. But for y'all to have that mindset to go in there like that, it is just, it's unfathomable for me. Like, I would never, I would be like, you know what, maybe I don't have to fight today, you know? Like, I, 
Oh, it, I, I could never step in this. Sometimes it's hard to watch as just like a an, a casual fan of the yeah. UFC watching these guys hit each other in the face. They're throwing elbows and stuff. It's pretty gnarly stuff. Just like it gnarly. was over the weekend, right? For two oh uh, UFC two seventy three gladiators all over the card. Yeah, and like and that was like the reason why that was when I knew I had to retire. When I lost that, when I was kind of when I started like. Valuing my life to the point, like where I was going into fights, going, <laughs> man, I hope I don't die. <laughs> you know, like that's when I was like, I gotta retire. I can't do this no more. When I started valuing my life, when yeah. I found more self worth, I'm like, yeah. you know what? That's, that's gangster. Time to retire. Yeah. Time, time to retire. I got something to live for. Yeah, that's real. So we we talked about getting loose and you know having confidence, right? With Scotty Scheffler, you're the number one golfer in the world that Saturday. But when he woke up Sunday, now this, I'm gonna read a quote that he had said. After the round, after he won the Masters. Yeah. But this is also put stuff into perspective. We talked about getting loose, right, and having confidence and being comfortable. But this is a quote from him after he won the tournament. I cried like a baby this morning. I was so stressed out. I didn't know what to do. I was sitting there telling Meredith, which is his wife, I don't think I'm ready for this. I just felt overwhelmed. And then, was, those, and, then, and then in those first two holes, the guy was one stroke back. Right. So this dude, his mental is overwhelmed i mean i can't even i i don't even yeah, know what that feels like and he it's pulled a lot of pressure and he, a lot of pressure. And he and chipped he in on three and it was game on let's play ball he won mm, he and won. his wife's name is meredith which you know the office parallel to that wouldn't oh, wow i didn't even put two and two together his wife's name is meredith his wife's name now, how is old meredith. is she right right <laughs> she, she's 70 because he's 25 so why is his wife named meredith scott scott and meredith yeah her name's supposed to be like you know ashlyn or ashley yeah, something, or something yeah 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 hey that's my girlfriend's name what is it yeah yeah, he's saying she's young, so yeah, 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 yeah. Ashley. that makes young, sense. Yeah, yeah. She's young. He needs to get himself an Ashley and not a Meredith. Yeah, yeah. Meredith is is I don't know if there's anybody else under the age of forty named Meredith. I didn't. I've never met a Meredith. No, maybe, maybe they call her Mary. Mary. Or but he said if, Meredith. Her name oh, is Mare or Mare. Gretchen. Mare Bear. <laughs> yeah, Mare. <laughs> okay. We've gotten totally. What are we talking about again? Scotty Scheffler winning the Masters. He just mindsets, man. Just, just mindsets. This, this dude was crying in the morning. He's a, he's about to go win the Masters. Everyone's yeah. betting on this guy, and he's crying. Yeah, I mean, trust me. I've I've when you I've seen that type of pressure. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Where that pressure is on, and you're just like, you, it's overwhelming. And for golf, I could understand how hard that would be in golf because it is such a game that requires so much dexterity. It's like five hours is a yeah, round. And it's, but it's depending. But it's the the fine motor skills that you need in order to play golf. Because I've it's tried so it. Yeah, it's man. I've when I was taking lessons, I was like, oh my god. I was, like learning it was kind of overwhelming to me because it was like it's got to hit with this angle. You got to hold it here. And it, it, so I was like, if you're if you're stressed out, it's probably impossible to play. Yeah. Right. Speaking to that. There was a moment, right? So, so Scotty extended the lead early on, and they get to the twelfth hole yesterday. And now Cam Smith is now two back, so Scotty has a two-stroke lead. So it's still a fight. They're yeah. at the twelfth hole, and it's a par three, and it goes over some water. And Scotty, or no, Cam had had stepped up to the tee box first. Mind you, he's only down two. Par three, an opportunity to get a birdie, an opportunity to play it safe and move on to the next hole. Cam Smith hits his shot. You can tell he was so nervous, and as soon as he hit it, you saw his face, his mm. facial expression, and his shoulders sunk. He hit it into the water. Yeah, he went for it. Yeah, he went for it, and he was down two at the time. So all those motor skills, all that focus built up for you know four entire days, and he hits it into the water on 12, and it was over. Like, he had no shot. He ended up double bogeying, but as soon as he hit it in the water, all the focus, all the work he had done in the weekend and in his life, and in his eyes, it's the biggest tournament he's ever played in. Hit into the water and it was over for him. Yep. So, so that's when that tension just snaps and your guards down. And again, Scotty just walked away with. And it. see, but in fighting, it's different because like when you have all those nerves, 
It can actually enhance your gross motor, motor skills, which actually can help for a round. But that's really? why you see guys get tired because they're so wound up and they go so hard. And sometimes if you knock a guy out, they're like, oh, my God, this guy's the greatest ever. But if you don't, you're completely done. Yeah, there, mm. there was a yeah, fight. That's why guys get tired. Yeah, yeah. There was a fight Saturday where they were like, this guy's fighting with anger instead of with his brain. Right. And it worked against him. Right. That, that, I think that happened with, with Piotr Jan. Like yeah, that was how he started making mistakes because he was so angry. Mm-hmm. He was trying to. He was doing a lot of making bad decisions because he was so angry. It wasn't in the moment. He was nope. thinking about other things. And you can see that. So you saw it from t- on TV, Stone, and you're. I'm guessing you saw it there ringside. Or, yeah. Yeah. So for those that didn't know, if you watched any of the UFC coverage, Dean Thomas was all over it. Face of UFC coverage. It, you know, looking for a fight with Dana White. You was on ESPN. You did Sports Center too. I right? did Sports Center. I did ABC this weekend. You did ABC. I, I did ABC You're this a network weekend. man. I'm a network man now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know you do. You're doing numbers when I, I don't even have to have a cable subscription to watch it. You know what that's I'm right. Yeah, I can I can tag a little yeah. antenna on that thing and, and pull up where you was on TV with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. So Dean, obviously a guy who was is is known all over. He's done the, the UFC coverage. He's a he's like a he's a superstar at this point. We already knew he was the superstar of ESPN West Palm because he's front and center on all of our marketing. Yeah, I got a, yeah, I got a, yeah. the face of the sports. He's the face Palm of Beach stuff. sports. Yeah, yeah, like he's the face <laughs> of Palm Beach County sports. But also, this guy is just nationally renowned, and he also has a hobby that he likes to do, and it's a game called Words with what? Words with Friends. Words with Friends. But he have a weird way of playing it. Yeah. You know what we'll do, though? Because you have so many fans and whatnot, maybe we can find you some opponents when we come back from the break, because you have a bit of a problem with that, right? Yeah, I'm having a, I'm having an issue. We're going to get back to that. I'm Theo Dorsey. That's Dean Thomas. With a bit of an issue, uh, Stone LeBanda was here, and we're live here on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. So it looks like Ohio State planning to honor former quarterback Dwayne Haskins. Um, at Saturday's spring game, Haskins, of course, lost his life um, in a traffic a- a- accident. Um, he was 24 years old over the weekend here in South Florida. Stone, Dean, and Theo here taking over on Ken Levick Alive. And Dean Thomas, again, the media mogul, the face of all things UFC, in your free time, you like to have a little fun. You, but one thing I've learned, and, and I'm guessing you know this now, it's it's lonely at the top. It is. It's lonely at the top. Well, it's not that, man. It's just, <laughs> it's not that it's lonely. Like, people don't understand work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, they don't understand work. Like, I don't, I don't go out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, I don't go out. I don't drink. I work. So like, what all, so for those that don't know, what all did you actually do for work through this weekend? Because you could have been partying and kicking it like my Stone and myself, but what what all were you involved in? I did. So I got there thir- late Thursday night. To Jacksonville. I got, I got to Jacksonville. I drove up to Jacksonville late Thursday night. I got there like midnight. Okay. And by 7 o'clock in the morning, I had to be up and ready to go, get picked up. I did the weigh-in show for the UFC. Okay. So um, the call time was at 7.30. And I and but we had to be on set by eight thirty. The show started at eight fifty. And how much time did you spend preparing? I'm playing. No, I mean, <laughs> like, the, like the drive up was like my preparation, yeah, yeah. like just you know, just going over my stuff. And then, um, and that show lasted till eleven ten. Okay. And then I had to, and I had to bring a change of clothes. I had to change clothes and eleven thirty be upstairs on the ESPN set. 
for pre fight for the stuff? for the pre show the we had to record the pre show the live show and then some segments for sport some uh, segments for Sports Center okay and I did that from humble brag right there we had to do some stuff for Sports yes, Center yes stuff for Sports have you heard I, of it? I, I mean it's, it's casual have now. you heard yeah, of it it's, yeah. ca- it's casual now yeah. you know what I'm saying I had, it was on Sports a little Sports Center stuff yeah but so <laughs> I had to, so we started that uh, at twelve fifteen and that lasted till three wow yeah mm. it's three hours yeah okay. And then you kept messing up, and they kept. Nah. <laughs> They're like, "Do it again." Is there anybody else who can do this? Yeah. And then I came, and then I I hustled back to the hotel and did the show with you guys. Oh, from four to six. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Mm. Dang, I appreciate that. See that what was, I'm saying? That was fun on Friday. Yeah. 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 I appreciate the hustle. You got. I, you were ready. You was I, in it. I was in it. So like that's why I was in it. And then. And then you left, and I had to I had to run the show right. all by myself yeah. from five thirty to six with Stone. But that's when it got good, though. <laughs> yeah, that that is when it got good. It picked up steam then. Yeah, and yeah. then so Saturday, um, my call time was at eleven in the morning. So okay. I chilled that whole night. My call time was eleven in the morning. I had to record some stuff for uh, ESPN and ABC and Sports Center. ABC, that's network, folks. Yeah, that's in network. In case you didn't know, mm-hmm. three letters. Yep, and I did that from. And that wasn't that long, so it only went to about one thirty. Yeah, and then I had it. Then I went back to the hotel. I had another call time at five. Okay, so you had a little what? I a, had a little four, little a little three and a half hour break. Little to to enjoy Duval. Duval. Yeah. So was you? So how many times did you yell Duval? Never. I never, I never yelled. You lying? I admit I would have. I would have if y'all was there yeah. and, and reminded me, but I didn't. You didn't hear it in the crowd. I heard it a few times. Yeah, I, I didn't. Do you it. can't go to Jacksonville. You got and your not headset yell, on. Right? I had my I had my headset on. And you yeah. focused. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then uh, I had a, a call time five o'clock. This fight started at six thirty. I'm on. I'm in. You know. I'm set up six thirty. I got to sit and watch all the fights all throughout the night. All the early ones. All yeah. the yep. All the fights throughout the night. Are some of those get a little boring, or is it? Yeah. And yeah. it gets it gets boring. Because they're not TV's. named. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But uh, you know, I still watch them. Yeah. And then after the show was over, show ended at one thirty. I did the post show from Wait, one thirty sh- to two thirty, which was the coolest part, man. Yeah. One thirty, yeah, a.m. a.m. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Woo. Okay. One thirty to two thirty in yeah. the morning. Did the post show. Wow. Which, which yeah. I was watching, so I'm up. Yeah, you're up yeah. watching. I, 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 I should have gave Sullivan a shout-out because I know he was the only person up watching. <laughs> yeah. That's messed up. <laughs> what? I'm right there tuned in, and I'm not the only one. Uh, he could have. Next time. We'll get, he'll get the stone next time. But yeah. you wait. 1.30 to 2. to two. What is this platform? What, is, what platform is this on? That was on ESPN. Was that what? Yeah, it so was. Yeah, it was, ESPN. yeah. This is on ESPN mm-hmm. um, Saturday night going into Sunday morning. ESPN yeah. Plus. ESPN yeah. Plus. Okay. Yeah. And then... So you don't get off until two thirty. I didn't get off till two thirty, right? All right, and then what's next on Sunday? Is it over with at that point? Yeah, Sunday it was over with. Okay, so you did all of that working through the weekend. You didn't get any chance to enjoy the luxuries of of Jacksonville, which I mean, who wouldn't want to go there? Uh, shout out to Jacksonville. I love y'all still. Duval. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and all throughout that, what were you doing with your free time? Like, what? How were you spending? So your- the only free time that I had, like fr- like Friday night, I had a little free time. Uh, in between fights, I had a little free time, and then Sunday morning before I drove back, I had some free time. And the whole time, all I did was play words with friends. Okay, now stop there. <laughs> hard stop. Hard stop. So you played words with friends, which is aptly titled because it's like Scrabble, right? Right. 
but it's like a iPhone game where you play with friends. So like Stone and I, we were kind of friends, right? Would you consider us friends? Yeah, I mean, come on, man, hundred percent. Go way back, right? So if Stone and I want to play words with friends, I'd send them a little, you know, words with friends invitation. We go back and forth. I win, of course, and then you know we keep moving. So how did you play words with friends? I play words with friends against the computer. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no friends on there. I ain't got no friends Jeez. on words with friends that I'm playing words with friends <laughs> with the computer. Now, talk about irony. I'm playing words with friends against the computer. How is that an option? How is, <laughs> it's an option. How is I don't that? know. I don't know, man. Dean, if you put out on any platform, whether it was Twitter or Instagram, hey, I'm looking for some people to play words with friends, you'd get... 50,000 people to download the I know, app man. I, pro- I probably would. <laughs> I probably would. But I but I don't know if I want that type of beef, man. Like, yeah. I don't know. Because, like, if somebody beats me, you know, they're going to yeah. be on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Video. He, he yeah. might be scared when they see Dean's record and it's like 2 and 46. <laughs> yeah. just, all, the, all the fans are just oh, tapping. No, but, but my record my record against the computer is amazing because I play like the Because <laughs> they have levels. And oh, so I play the very God. easy level. So, like, I win the whole time. But it's a lot of fun, man. I don't, I don't know. Like, I just I play words with friends. Like, like all the time. So, I'll re-download it for yeah. you. I'm wondering, though, Dean, I'm wondering if you're not only doing this because of boredom, but also to boost your own confidence because you're playing on – you're not even challenging yourself. I know. I, I should probably challenge myself a little more. Oh, my goodness. I think I will. So, 888-760-3776. What's the most pathetic thing you were doing over the weekend? <laughs> um, Dean Thomas was playing words with friends against the computer, which is interesting. We'll, we'll tackle some of that more um, in the second hour, but for now we're live on ESPN 106.3.